no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And we're back. Another episode of the Stevio Bros Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hope y'all missed us. We were hard at work, you know, in the lab and just doing stuff. Yep. We ain't got to explain ourselves. But... <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> but we out here. Ladies, for those that don't know, tell them who you are. Hatch up suit, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jazzy. And it's your boy, Patagonies and Lattes, although I'm going to... Wear less Patagonia because it's hot as hell outside. I was thinking today I miss calling you Kalito. Yeah. But I do like Patagonias and lattes. Bring it back. Bring it back. But I miss calling you Kalito. Listen, when Cassius Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali, <laughs> he wasn't going to Cassius Clay no more, right? <laughs> okay. Right? Understood. We got you. And that dude that was like, his, his, his mama called him Cassius. I'm calling him Cassius. His mama named Clay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Clay. Exactly. <laughs> so he got rich. Not saying, you know, I'm into... Rinsing co-host. Right. <laughs> but you know what? You, you can call me Kalito. You can call me PNL. Just don't call me a, a bad podcaster. Yeah. But, don't, <laughs> but we're going to roll into our first uh, topic here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was driving down the street, you know, yesterday actually, and I thought to myself, this is a lovely neighborhood that is Jazzy lives in. <laughs> and, um, we've shared a lot of stories about the things we've seen in, in that lovely area somewhere in Brooklyn. Yes, yes. And I saw Lots a gourmet, a gourmet, a gourmet corner <laughs> store. I don't know if it said gourmet on there. No, it says gourmet. It says gourmet. It says. Gourmet. But it's like stores used to have signs that said like lotto sandwich, mm-hmm. beer, taco sandwich, <laughs> cold beer, cigars. Now it's organic. Yeah. yeah. Organic everything. There's uh, vegan options. Mm. I have never, in my growing up, I have never had a vegan option outside of a head of lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Have a fruit bowl. Right? Have a banana. Like, there there, there was no, like, soy products. You can buy everything from pepper, hummus in it now, like... No Utch chips, no bonds. None. Oh, no. They're not even reing up as fast on those other ones. No. Like they are. Now you get hip hop chips. Mm-hmm. Rap, <laughs> Which is cool. Rap chips. Rap chips. Just the dirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and all the specialty flavored lays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are in there. They're airbags now too. The crazy thing is that air now pop, air chips, pop pop chips. Nah, like they have those, but it's like a dollar bag of bonton or even like uh, I'm gonna say Ritz. Um, like UTZ or whatever, mm-hmm. or like Wise, it'll be like four chips in there. Same thing yep. has to be a quarter. Oh, yep. yeah. And if you get like the sea salt lime chips, it's <laughs> like $4 a bag. Yes, yes. It's grotesque what's happening in the there. Sandwiches though. are $7 now. Like back, I, in the, back in the day at a corner store, you used to be able to go in there and for five, like my mom would give me and my sisters $5 for the day. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, thank you, mom. <laughs> I, I was rich. Mm-hmm. I could get a beef patty, with Chi, mm-hmm. for me, my little sister, my older sister, you know, would buy what she wanted to buy. But then I still had like a dollar or two left to get like the Jackson cookies. Eight, it was eight in a sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I could still 
give Stone and Ron some <laughs> and and then have a Sunnydale and share that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. $5 now in the store may get you like so it might it might not even get you a sandwich. Like you remember we talked about this in a past episode before, how far, you know, five dollars could take you, you know, and it can't it can't do nothing these days. It really can't and where did the cat manager go? Is he <laughs> Where is the cat manager? You barely see the cats now. Right. If the cat ain't on the bread, it ain't a bodega. It ain't a bodega. And it was either a bodega or it was Ock. Now it's Now we don't know. Amber Amber, Amber maybe? I don't want Amber making my grilled cheese. I don't want. I don't want. Amber, no. I don't want her making my grilled cheese. Not at all. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm with. Yeah. You used to be able to walk into the corner store. Let's say you had to go bust a flex real quick, but you you need to freshen up. I used to be able to go into a corner store, grab me um, a spray can of deodorant, you know, get yourself some powder, whatever you need, and all of that would be like under ten bucks. Now. Now it's like oh, they, they got the natural option. You right, you gotta get your natural deodorant from the right. Yeah, natural natural deodorant costs an arm and a leg. Yeah, and I, I use natural deodorant. I'm telling you. <laughs> for the folks that uh, don't want them sweat stains like me, <laughs> it helps. But um, it's weird because sometimes I want to wear it, but I don't want to smell like E train, F train, <laughs> E train, F train. I smell crazy if I don't use, like, scented deodorant. Right, okay, okay, I mean, okay. An, like, antiperspirant. Like, I can't use just deodorant. And right. I sweat profusely. You like, need to be sure. Like, I... Like, like, <laughs> you remember the short yeah, commercial? Exactly. I want to be sure. I sweated yesterday. Yeah. It's outside. It was hot. And I had on deodorant, a good cologne, um, coconut oil for the, for the boldy and all that. And then I'm like, yo, I smell mad sweaty. And my wife was like, yeah, I wanted to tell you. You smell mad sweaty. <laughs> And I, always, I was gonna say something. I really I was. always carry an extra shirt in the summer. Okay. And back when it was safe, too, I just put man baby powder on because baby powder was the only <laughs> thing that kept me from sweating crazy. Yeah. And now they said that that's like, like carcinogenic. Exactly. Like, so I can't do that. Like causing tumors and oh, stuff. Lord. I don't know if it's, is it the talcum in it? Like I don't know, but I used, listen at the bar. <laughs> 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 can't do none of that no more. Baby powder was such was that such was a, a life good. Let's put that. Yes, to the point they, you know, when when they at the Medina shops when they started making that a scent in the mm-hmm. oils, mm-hmm. so people would wear like oils of baby powder scent, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's defeating the purpose of the actual baby powder. Yeah, I think a lot of the reason why our bodegas are suffering are because of <laughs> our presidential candidate <laughs> just nominated <laughs> uh, Mr. De William de Blasio. Boo. Um, and I think we're going to do it differently for him and put him against himself as mayor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The okay. unmitigated goal to even... Unmitigated to even, goal. even, like, think you could do this. Yep. 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 I just... I personally, I don't have any beefs with de Blasio in terms of him being a mayor. I don't think he's horrible, but I don't think he's good. Mm-hmm. Like he's very That's mediocre. A half sandwich. No, like he's, <laughs> he's very mediocre as a mayor. Yeah, like you know, like I, I, he, and it, I think it's like his personality mm-hmm. more so. Like he's bland. he just lacks personality. Yeah, and like it's New York. Like mm-hmm. even Giuliani, as much as you hated him, he was he himself. was Italian. He yeah. was himself. Yeah. Like you. The he, mob prosecutor. Exactly. He really like, was. he had yeah, his own swag. Yeah. It's like, I hate all the things you stand about, yep. but, I mean... And even Bloomberg. Bloomberg, like, Bloomberg was small, but that man was mighty. He was out right, here buying yeah, terms right, and stuff. Right. Like, you know, I want to yeah. just be here again. <laughs> Here's some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, de Blasio, what I don't appreciate about him was that when he was running, I was, I was for 
you know, putting He was a public advocate too. Yeah. Right? I was like, yo, I'm for this, but I hate the way he sold these communities out to mm-hmm. these developers. And I'm a mentor of mine, you know, who's um he's been in, in finance and economic development for finance. quite some time. Was just like, you know, um essentially He's not as rich as the blo- as Bloomberg, right? So, so he, he needs, needs the, the money. money. He needs the money, and I'm like, I really wish you didn't sell us an affordable housing dream just to develop housing that is not affordable and to ruin the landscape of some of these historic neighborhoods. Like, I like the part of Flatbush that's behind, like behind my house and all that stuff is like very suburban looking. It's nothing but Victorian style houses and in a lot of those areas. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot see. It. But what happens is that now if a house gets torn down they throw up one of these you know cookie cutter buildings, cookie cutter mm-hmm. buildings. not only are the people who purchase the house with a view can no longer have it mm-hmm. because now they're staring at these big ugly buildings but the big ugly buildings are big ugly buildings, buildings yeah like they're mad ugly and i'm just like how did anyone think about how this was going to affect the rest of the block no. when you threw this shit up here and that's the other thing too that i'm, I'm realizing now like people say He's also in the actual office, mm-hmm. the least of any mayor in like recent memory. Like yeah, he's never like, there. He's always on the road, and it's like, I think he knows he's not gonna win, but he's trying to get himself on mm-hmm. a federal level. level in a cabinet for a job in yeah. his cabinet. But yeah. the sad part is, is that he's been doing this from the beginning, trying mm-hmm. to build his profile. Yeah. Because, and I think it's because you're coming against somebody like a Bloomberg who had already had this status and yeah. a national profile before he became NYC mayor. Mm-hmm. And then he, I mean, as much as some of his tactics were like you had to respect that he didn't owe nobody shit and right. he just wanted to do what he wanted to yeah. do and I'm gonna do it cause yeah. I got the money to do it I can find more money to get it done mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna do it in my way but I feel like in order for de Blasio to get to mayor he had to do some favors and promise and make some promises that he now has or has paid back on for the last eight years and I don't think it's enough to get him to a national platform. I, like, literally, the trains are so messed up. Not mine. Housing is housing ridiculous. How, this housing bubble, when it pops, it's going to look crazy. Quick question. Was housing worse under Bloomberg or de Blasio? It, uh, it feels like it's been fucking nuts for the last two or three years. And yeah. It's only getting... Actually, now it's starting to correct because now I'm seeing housing prices drop yeah. like 20 to 30 a clip. Mm-hmm. Like. 20, 30K per quarter since mm-hmm. houses are dropping by. Mm-hmm. But he really incentivized people to come to any random neighborhood, build houses, mm-hmm. slap a $1.2 million price tag on there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. force the market up. Now, mm-hmm. granted, that's not the norm, but all of the neighborhoods that are close to trains, mm-hmm. the, the prices are crazy. Now, if you want to live like in Canarsie, mm-hmm. parts of East New York, parts of Brownsville, parts of um, East Flatbush, you can still get a house for under half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. But you're going to be so far from everything yeah. that you still need to, you know, yeah. pay two fares to get the yeah. rent. I, I, who wants that? A two fare zone. Like, nobody wants to live. I don't want to live in a two fare zone. Let me say that. But, it, yeah, it's, it's really gotten crazy. And I, I don't know if I would say that it was worse before. It depends on what. I guess you think is worse not being able to afford these new amenities in some of these developments or being racially profiled to get into a building mm. like it's really mm-hmm. it it's like do mm-hmm. you care more about not being let in or mm-hmm. do you care more about not being able to afford it mm-hmm. so I think equally they both suck because they both target the same groups of people you know so it I mean so depending on who you ask it's never gotten better and it isn't getting better 
Um, but I think that I would rather I would rather be able to afford it. What pisses me off about Brooklyn in particular these days, the city, yeah, but I'm from this is where I'm from, is just that if I was from Talladega or I was from Wichita or whatever other town anywhere else in the U.S., if I was born and raised there, my chances for raising my own family there mm -hmm. are a lot higher. Mm -hmm. And I think people from Brooklyn or any other borough mm -hmm. are, are robbed of that opportunity right. because everybody else wants to live, live here. There, right? And I'm like, where's the incentive for the people who build the infrastructure, build these cities out, mm -hmm. they sustain them for decades. Gave them the culture. The culture. Gave them the culture. The never wear, yeah. never will. <laughs> <laughs> But the reason you want to claim and yell Brooklyn yes. is because of these people right. which you're pushing them 40 out. Ounces pushing of rose, them out. Like 40 ounces of rosé and all that. And, and I also wonder what are the local politicians doing about this because... Nah. I don't know, man. And, you know, we I just had a local race in the special election in my district for uh, the council, 45th district council seat because Jamani... Jamani seat. Yeah, Jamani seat. I'm mad that um, Jovi, Jovi Radix didn't win. I wanted mm. her to win. Oh, so I win? met her. You know, she didn't win Farrah oh. Lewis one. Oh, okay. Um, I met her. She spoke at CCC. Her mom married me in the rib. Wow. And her mom grew up with my father-in-law in Barbados. They don't have to count together. Barbados. Barbados. Yeah. Barbados. <laughs> she, she spoke at um, CCC one time. I went to go get, uh, well, I went to a service. And um, she's a very nice lady. She talked, she addressed specifically that uh, topic we talked about on our previous episode about the admission to the specialized high schools mm -hmm. um, and kind of how we have a broken system around that and mm -hmm. we need to, you know, essentially what we were talking about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Small y'all kids up. Side yeah. note, Jumani is leading the charge as the former Brooklyn Tech alum. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I, I'm happy he's good. So here's, here's the thing, too, that gets people tripped up. One of the most important jobs in New York City is a public advocate. And it's mm -hmm. also mad easy to do well at that because all you're doing really is suing people most of the time or you're just like, you're advocating against effed up things. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, you're going to be mad popular as public advocate because people will only come to you with problems. Yeah. So Mark Green was mad good. De Blasio was good. Mm -hmm. Tish James was good. Mm -hmm. Jumani will do well. Mm -hmm. It's when they then try to step into a job like borough president yeah. or mayor that now they have to answer to people for the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. So it's like as mayor, you may care about stopping frisk, mm -hmm. but if the people on the Upper West Side in Manhattan don't want a brunch spot yeah. you know, spilling over onto their sidewalks on Saturdays, you got to address that too. Right. And I think de Blasio in some ways... I was hopeful, but then he started doing things like hiring um, that bozo cop commissioner, uh, Brad, mm -hmm. who invented uh, broken windows and stopping mm -hmm. first. And then James O'Neill supposed to be better, but you ask around and you realize, like, yo, things aren't really changing. And mm -hmm. when you drive around, you realize, yo, these cops are still these cops. These cop judges are still cop judges. Yeah. And certain neighborhoods, like, I still don't go to the Bronx. Yeah, nah. Like I don't certain certain parts of the side. Yeah. And certain parts of the east. Yeah. I do not drive by myself at night mm. because I don't want to get kidnapped by the slave catch stuff. I mean <laughs> I don't want to get kidnapped. Right, right. So right. until until de Blasio can answer the ch the charge and the last election was nobody really go up against them. Yeah. It was like until we can actually Because he told people to wait. He's mm. like people because I know the controller was yeah. trying yeah, to come to that spot. Scott but he Scotty told him to wait. Yeah, Scotty was on his body. Scotty too hot he was on his body. So I mean 
I think we can sum this up by saying that. Scotty too hot. He was on his. Good money. luck, bro, Chacho. But anybody, bro, like, Chacho. Anybody taking him seriously as a president or a mayor? Like, yeah. You got another year. Yeah. Yes, your term limited it out, but bro, at least this last year, do something magical. Like, Word. Fix housing and end stopping first. Yeah. You got a good thing going with the whole Thrive thing, which is really coming through his wife. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I'm like, this last... You know how, like, Obama, before he left, he was like, all right, I'm just going to free these people out of jail. Yeah, like... Mm -hmm. But, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like the, the last right. little... Even Bush did that. Like, Bush on his way out, he freed, like... Yeah, he was like, yo, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, hold, like, that, hold, that, hold that, hold that, hold that, hold that, hold that. You know, and I feel like you need to focus on whatever that's going to be. Yeah. And whether you use Thrive, which is standing right now, and you, I don't know, make the projects mentally healthy, like... A started initiative there. Do do something. You, you know, know what I mean? like his stance on like Rikers, and I'm happy that he's behind like tearing it down. But at the same time, it's like, what have you done to further, further this process? Yeah. Or like that you should be focused. Like before focusing on being a president, like you should focus on if that's your initiative. Yeah. And this is what you've pushed. All your focus should be because nobody wants that to happen. Yeah. So this is where your focus should be, not on trying to be president. president. Leaving a legacy. You have no legacy. You have in none. New York City. None. All you've done is is made a problem worse. Like, I like I feel because it feels like we were lied to. You sold this. I am for everybody. Look, my wife's black. You know, my, my kid, son what, is an Afro. You know, my <laughs> daughter had depression. You know what I mean? You're selling right. this every I'm day. Me too. I was like, oh, this man's for me. Mm -hmm. He's, the, he's mm -hmm. the New York City we want to see. Only to turn around and give it over. Just, I mean, literally hand it over to other people. It's this city would have been way different if Fernando Forever would have beat Bloomberg. Because he said, if I don't win, this will be a tale of two cities. Mm. And I mean, sure that's enough, that's what Bloomberg what is. Because have. he saw that Bloomberg was going to sell the city to the developers. Yeah. Turns out, Bloomberg didn't do it as bad like he, he he started the process yeah but i think the blazer could have just stepped in and said okay here is what we're going to cap the market at yeah mm -hmm. and go from there because growing up people like corrections officers mm -hmm. cops sanitation workers yeah transit workers could get those jobs and buy a house and raise a family yeah go luck try to do that shit yeah, now okay. you know yeah what I'm and even you in that bullshit ass lottery like everybody else exactly. and you a whole public servant like i don't, ten, I don't get it and ten, the lottery is ridiculous you slots, see what I'm like two, ten two slots. family is like a affordable is like twenty four hundred dollars like and you have to have like a, a, a eighty thousand dollar income. income like and it's, it, it's like ten of those apartments and twenty thousand yeah, mm -hmm. and then once you once you realize that you because i've applied for these things mm -hmm. before and your number on your application is like 48,722 and you're like you only had 10 apartments <laughs> how am I number 48,000 like this this the fact that I am 48,000 should tell you that there That's is a problem, problem. Right. there are 48,000 people that are applying for these 10 units you're bugging and the last thing I'll say about this is that there's too many incentives in the wrong places yes right? so cops and corrections officers they want records open because that's jobs. That's jobs. Right? Yeah. If they have to create local based jails, first of all, no one wants that. Like in Cobble Hill. Yeah. Where they have Brooklyn House. Yeah. They don't want that there. Mm -hmm. They try for years to keep that shit closed. Yeah. Right? And then it actually makes sense to put jails in communities. Mm -hmm. it's right. A, it's so a, that people can see them. If it, the people are of the community, they should be able to have access to their so loved ones. Yes. Right on Times Board in East New York, it, there's a kitty jail right in the middle of Brownsville. Mm. Right? And. At one point, I had a problem with that being there, but but I think it actually makes sense to it's Jazzy's point because you can actually see people in yeah. the community. But it's scary because it shit looks like a mini maximum prison. It's like it has a wall, yeah. Like, but 
people in corrections and in the NYPD are incentivized to make their careers off of the backs of people in their custody. Yep. It's not about restorative justice. It's not about none of that. It's like rehabilitation, their none of that, none of that stuff. And it's and I, I when I was doing the the first the first go around with the Humans Project, it was you know and I had some conversations with some people who were incarcerated you know that's one of the biggest reason why people kind of like fall into deeper episodes of depression while they are incarcerated it's because you take someone and you throw them all the way in alabama you know what i'm saying you know what i mean like they have no family they're just out here just trying to figure it out on their own and if this is really supposed to be a rehabilitative space then you know i should be able to have some familiar i should be able to see my mama mm-hmm. if she's mm-hmm. still here mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like people's parents daughters people are mm-hmm. passing away mm-hmm. while you're in this yeah. box Halfway across the the country, it just doesn't make any sense. Even if you're not across the country and you upstate, and then just the facility of Rikers, yes, yeah. it's hell. It's human. Yeah. It's hell. It's it's human. It's yeah. human. Even visiting there, they treat you like shit. And I'm like, yo, you motherfuckers take the uniform off, you back in the hood. Yeah. And same thing, even with court offices, it's yeah. like people in our community get these these uniforms, yeah. and they think, oh. You're not better than son. No, I'm on like, the other side. I'm you're protected. not on the other side. Sorry, no. And one of the worst things to see, and I know that we pivoted a little bit because now we're like focused on the prison, but like, is when you know you've got the, some of these people going to court to be arraigned or not arraigned, mm-hmm. but like I mean whatever, um, and they bring them all in at one time, shackled to each other, and it's like the worst. And they and you know I've I've been with um you know when I was doing uh, mobile crisis some of my patients. I had to be in court with them. And you would see these guys just literally paraded through the lobby, you know, shackles. in shackles. And I was like, what are we doing? What is this? And they haven't been convicted of anything. Of anything. And then my thing is like, why are they, why are you traipsing them through the lobby? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you trying to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you trying to scare me? Or are you trying to embarrass them? Like, what is it? And whatever it is, I don't like it. You, you build secret passageways for everything else. Use those. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and this whole... No conviction, no no crime, no one has a sentence yet, but mm-hmm. here they go, shackled at both waist, ankle, and mm-hmm. hands. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it. we've Running got problems here. And Mr. de Blasio, like, before you try to set the, sa- the scene anywhere else at any other level of government, you know, we're three native Brooklynites mm-hmm. who are also growing and fighting to stay here. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, fighting is, is the operative word. Mm-hmm. Before you try to go anywhere else, make this shit right because you have fucked up on right. a major level. Take on care so of many home. Areas. Dave House's voice. Take care of home. Buddy. Word. The 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 uh the cover the your post was just people like laughing at him. Trump is. I'm telling you, we playing, but Trump might Trump walk away with this second term. Nah, Trump violated. Oh, you He's not you and myself oh, say that. Who's gonna say Who's that. gonna take it? The farmers know now. The be- farmers know that he tricked them. Yeah, because he, he was... <laughs> the ticket's going to be Biden, Beto. Biden, us. okay. Biden, Beto, Beto on us. Yo. Mm, Beto on us. Oh. Biden is so, like, out of touch. Yeah. And, like, to the point where hey, it's Hey, sister. Just... <laughs> ah, with the A-H. No, like... <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know how he's like in the conference like the topic of conversation. I had last week with with Barry. Get some collars. Like how? It's because you know they they're looking for whatever has the the most popular whoever has the biggest following popularity wise. That's what I feel. I feel like Biden is only in this race because the Dems are like shit. Nobody's doing great. Who if anybody? 
the person attached to Obama. You know? it, should, it should actually, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It mm-hmm. should be, in my estimation, the mm-hmm. best ticket to get stuff done would be Bernie Beto. But yes. That would be the, mm-hmm. because yes. Bernie is a bit on the left. Yeah. Beto is south, mm-hmm. middle centrist, mm-hmm. right? So I think that combination, Bernie's going to bring everybody from the northeast. Mm-hmm. Beto got the south. Mm-hmm. He, he damn near beat Ted Cruz, which yeah. is not easy to do in Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. tech, yeah, Ted Cruz, that nose. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that nose, boy, I see it in my nightmares. <laughs> Why aren't Kamala and Elizabeth Warren a bigger part of the conversation? Good women, just kidding. No, it, but it's true. I mean, but it's literally true. It's so sad because I'm just like, but they actually have ideas. But you know, but Kamala's not but they're, good. But they're Kamala, posers. They're not posers. Good. You think they're posers? I think Elizabeth Warren did not help herself when she was out here. I'm point three 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 percent Native American. She did not help. She and then not. Kamala playing hip hop in college. That didn't exist. <laughs> that didn't exist. No, but I actually think Kamala has. A, a background of locking black people up that too but as, that truancy shit is wild but that's, that's what I'm saying the polarity in both of their their you know existence it makes it hard for people to buy into them I, it does she's, but, she's a black Hillary Clinton to me ooh Kamala? shit mm-hmm. I'm gonna sip on like, that one that's a lot Clinton basically <laughs> became senator here yeah she beat Rick Lazio and I told people back then yo Lazio is a is a, a New York guy mm-hmm, he was a mm-hmm. Republican and I was like, yo, we got to vote for him. He's yeah. like, she's a Clinton. I'm like, she's only doing this to put herself on a larger platform to be president. Mm-hmm. Listen. And nobody believed me. Yes. Why not? That was yes. from, from when when he left office, it mm-hmm. was clear but that's what she was she trying to do. But then she was at a rally. No, she's she speaking at a school. And someone was like, what were you about gun violence? My son, Tarquell, was shot. And first of all, it was a, a, a mad famous case. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry for your loss. And it was like, he didn't die. He's right here. Oh, But my he was God. shot. Right. No, you know what? I'm, I'm honestly, I mean, Clinton's not a part of this conversation. Gillibrand is the same. Too, like she's Hillary. Too, she's Hillary Junior. Like, yes. Like, yes. I say it all the time, right? If you can tell a person is transactional to the point where it's evident, it's yeah. evident mm-hmm. because we all are transactional yes. or something, right? It's yes. like we're all recording this podcast together. Yeah. One. We like each other, yeah. But it's also because, in the words of Kevin O'Leary, we want to get the money. <laughs> but right. at the same time, it's like um, if y'all come here to the crib, and I'm like, um, I, I'm giving y'all these drinks, but I want to pick the songs that y'all pick for y'all music selection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like exactly, and you know. I wasn't I wasn't aware re- in real time of how dangerous a Clinton was mm. until you know yeah. you could speak I, on it. Listen, because I went I've been I've been to Haiti twice in the last three months, and when I tell you the people been hip to the Clintons for a very very long time, but you know because Haiti's poor in the media, ain't nobody listening to no poor black people, mm-hmm. and they know when I tell you since the U.S. the U.S. has occupied Haiti several times. Since like the 1930s or something, and the Clintons defor like all that deforestation, and they mm-hmm. blaming Haitians for eating trees. First of all, who the fuck is eating trees? But right. you know what I mean. But like what the Clintons, right? But what they what they weren't saying was that the Clintons were out here selling lumber like lumber contracts to American lumber factories to Haiti because they they call Haiti America's backyard. 
So they just go in there and take whatever the fuck they want. And I mean, even Hillary Clinton's brother owns contracts to gold because we have gold, oil, uranium, mm-hmm. you name it. All that shit is in the island. Mm-hmm. And so people have just been pillaging Probably, that shit. Yeah. And so e- yesterday being Haitian flag day, boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I was I attended a lecture and a lot of people were just like giving their, um, there was a gentleman there from Martinique, French speaking. And, and um, we were just talking about about the Clintons specifically and the dangers of fake liberals. And I think people like Gillibrand represent fake liberals. Those people Holy. are killing. I mean, is it fake though? Because I'm just like, I, I feel like sometimes it becomes synonymous with liberal. It's like the the uh, the look of, yes. uh, you know, everyone should progression be equal and, and stuff. progression and stuff. But on but, the back end. But on the back end, like, I still got to progress as a right, white person. Right, so, And that's, like, that's, yeah, that's it. I don't know if it's fake. I think it's just, I don't want to say it's natural, but it's, it's natural to white folks. Who's worse than Haiti? France or the U.S., though? The U.S. Because France got y'all by the... It sure did. Two. It sure did, but, but nowhere... A freedom tax? Right? A freedom tax? Yes, but nowhere... Because the states, the United States is in there right now. When I tell you the United States, just like they did, um, you know, Muammar Gaddafi or... You know, they... I, I get tight all over when I think about Libya. Please. Yeah, they, they went in there... How do you? How does another nation come into another nation, forcibly remove a president? That's regular you, stuff for the U.S. You know, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Madam Secretary, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, like you send, you waste, you know, whatever money we're spending on the military to go into another country and say you literally have to leave right now because we want to do whatever we want to do. The young, when you get to in Haiti, the young are are our age you know, in life experience. And they will tell you, we don't want... Conan O'Brien tried that shit when he went to Haiti and he was talking to the kids. Like, oh, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> and, the middle, and them kids will push you no, on. They're like, like, we don't no. want nothing from you niggas. Mm-hmm. And you and the fact that the protests are happening, the petro Caribbean protests are happening, not just in Haiti, everywhere. Are they trying to get the current president out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was like, oh, no, you need to... And when, you, when I go back, because I'm going to be back a few more times, but... One thing I want to do, spend more time doing is taking pictures of the graffiti in the country because the graffiti is highly political and everything is talking about like getting the thieves out of the country, mm-hmm. right? And so when you think Clinton and you think of how well she presented and all the damage she was doing back there, I don't want anyone else who's going to smile at me and do damage in quiet. And when we talk to Blasio, we talk Gillibrand, we talk all these people, that's essentially what it was. You sold me this... I'm for you, you know, package when really you were just taking everything I have. Like, mm-hmm. my neighborhood looks crazy different mm-hmm. than it did, you know, a couple years ago before de Blasio mm-hmm. took office. I you went to the pediatrician in my old neighborhood the other day, and, you know, my little daughter walk in. It's like a little play kitchen. Mm-hmm. So she looks at me, kitchen, and she's making, like, coffee. And it's like, a, a young man there. I think his name was, like, Gunner. <laughs> and... He's playing Gunner would be accurate. He's playing with something and Cam just like takes it and <laughs> so essentially he had a milk but she watches me make coffee so she was like She's like I need that for my coffee. I need that, <laughs> I need that for daddy coffee. So she took it from him and the mom was like oh Gunner it's okay you can play with the other one and I'm like in my mind I'm going to say good job Cam but I was like <laughs> I was yeah like, that shit I was like <laughs> Cam share and to me it was kind of eerie because I was on a street that used to be notorious for you know bad things happening 
and I'm looking and I'm seeing the guys that used to be in the neighborhood known for certain activities walking around and they look like have you ever seen a movie based in like the 70s or the 60s about yeah. like the Vietnam War yeah. mm-hmm. and how guys was coming home looking like shell-shocked that's yeah. how these guys look mm-hmm. like they look like they don't belong anymore yeah. mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like they can try to, it's a tough persona and mm-hmm. whatever but it's like the entire neighborhood has changed around you and you're confined to your stoop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if you walk around, it's like, you can't afford to really buy anything around here anymore. Nope. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what does all of this really amount to? Mm-hmm. Right? So, thanks, Mayor. Uh, <laughs> Whatever your name we is. Don't, yeah. yeah. We don't vouch for you as a presidential candidate. We don't review you as a viable candidate. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Not unless you want to, I don't know, sell the sheeple. Some exactly. things, and then you know, do otherwise. But, but you would. But his wife is good. She's all right. She's okay. She's okay. I don't know if I'm saying that she wants. Right. I mean, I love the fact that she's brought light to mental health in Absolutely. the black community and and stuff like that. But sometimes it just comes off as like a gimmick. Yeah, like, absolutely. Mental health, black community, wife. It's getting spicy. What? It's getting spicy here. I need some curry. Welcome to the conversation. And she's is she Asian too, or she's she's Caribbean? She's Caribbean. She's, I don't yeah. know where she's I don't from. Know. That was good. Oh, that was good. That was good. But in the words of uh, at Seth, just cooling. She has a little bit too much dip on her chip. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Not gonna leave Aisha Curry alone. Listen, Y'all are gonna leave her alone. I felt as her. a a murdered man. Mm-hmm. Kay Michelle, Memphis voice. As a murdered man, any woman like all she proved to me and to every wholesome black guy as part of the uh, Faithful Black Men Association, my card is in my wallet, all she proved to us is that there's literally nothing you can do to keep some women happy. Oh, please, because stop she that. She never said she was unhappy. Yes, never said that. Jealousy, jealousy is uh, a fallout of, of unhappiness. But it isn't necessarily jealousy either. Those are either. honest feelings. Like, you... I want attention too. You're married to a multi-millionaire. Yes. Ba- not even, like... like he could have been like a multi-billionaire, like corny top, ass fucking app developer. Right. No, 10. he's a basketball he's player. player. Yes, he's top like, ten and faithful. Yes, but she's not complaining about her relationship. What she wants attention. No, it's not necessary because her husband gives her attention too. It's, it's thank a, you. I think Listen, it's a, but because of, not, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, yeah. to, but, but but to interrupt you <laughs> because of that, every since then, every single day, I gotta give out five extra compliments. Good. Good women. It feels want forced it. now. Women no, it's mean, not. It's not. No. no, it's not. You know, d- even the idea that it's work to give out ex- five extra compliments is exactly it's, it's attached to what she's talking so about. So women don't here. need men's attention or don't do things for for men's attention, but women still want men's attention. But men That's want be all of this is, pegs, is re- it's, at the end of the day is reassurance. Yes. I'm sure Steph Curry requires reassurance, even yes. though he has all this money and stuff. There's ways that she reassures him of her yes. love for him. Yes, that he needs. Yes. And I feel like she's not saying that he doesn't do that for her. Are what she's... I cannot... Oh, Where is the button? I'm God sorry. damn it, we gotta figure out. <laughs> like if you, every time you go out, let's say you go out with your lady, and every time you go out with your lady, niggas is drooling, like yes. yo, like coming in front of you, like pushing you to the side, yes. like can Push, I, pushing me, pushing you to yes. the side, that's, that's like how, how can I, can I pull <laughs> yes. out your chair? Can I yes. get you something? Like, like that happens to her. I don't want to say on a daily basis, but I feel like these women are disrespectful. Yes, and that they're on disrespectful. On it, they don't respect shit, and I'm sure that she. He has, and they both have had to put people in, in their, their place, place, yeah. Right? So she's saying that happens all the time. And I'm, it's cool because my man holds it down. Yeah. He's cool. But, yeah. But, yeah. 
sometimes yeah i wish guys would do the same, same thing for me. for me it's only natural like, i feel like, like it's only guys natural. aren't doing this like the type of shit that yeah. men are doing to i mean that women are doing to come in in his space yes. that's all she's saying and i feel like it's very i feel like the argument makes sense it makes it makes sense because if you think if you think about it like this right i think in general men have a bit more of a bit more respect for a couple, right? For a people in a, a marriage, in a sense. But that, you know what? I really think is a difference here: the respect they have for Steph Curry. Curry, that's what it's it is. Not even it's like not the marriage relationship. It's it's a bro code, mm-hmm. and I think that's what it is. But what we're seeing is that, and what happens in most cases is that the guys respect the dude, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like I'm not gonna violate this dude and whatever he got because I right. respect for him. For women, is different. It's a competition thing. So she. A chick who has no sense self-respect for herself doesn't mind interrupting somebody else's relationship to shoot her shot because she ain't got nothing else going on for herself, so she might as well. Mm -hmm. So she stopped. So in this union, they're already set up in this situation where Aisha's going to take far more L's in this field mm-hmm. than, than Steph would mm-hmm. because dudes will naturally have more respect Back for, for him, him and, not, and, come every, like and not come at her crazy but the chicks don't have it on the other way around. Look, I did see somebody say something about like see this is what happens when you don't have a whole phase before you get married. And I was like hmm. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. And they said that she ain't pretty enough to get the attention. No, she's a gorgeous girl. She's a gorgeous girl. Don't pelt the messenger. Don't pelt the messenger. I'm just playing social media. I respect her. As somebody that likes to cook, like, she be banging out them recipes. It's Jazzy B. She be chefing. Yeah, like, I like, I like, she is. The Frito mac and cheese. The hot Cheeto mac and cheese. her is that women identify with her. Yes. And they, like, she's mom and wife goals to a lot of women. Yeah. But she wants random attention from men. Go figure. You see, every time a woman think, says what she wants, then there's an issue and suddenly... But, you like, know. I think she's saying, I want random attention. That's like you walking down the street and, like, yep, yo, yo, ma... I see you killing that. Yes. killing that sundress. Yeah. Like she didn't say she wants men in her DMs. No, that's what she's but saying. She just wants Listen, as a guy who gets random attention, I don't want it. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't want it. That's that light skin nigga right. shit. I didn't want to say now, it. Now, but, 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 butter, 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 butter scotch, butterscotch <laughs> Okay. But I'm tired of I'm tired of walking around at work or the gymnasium or mm-hmm. you know, riding my my bike and mm-hmm. getting looked at crazy or the other day on the train I'm gonna tell the story before, but um the train like shifted pulling into the train station and this woman grabbed my arm to hold herself up. I'm like, okay, fine, sister. Then she like squoze my arm. Oh, she's like, let me feel what's under here. Told you it's disrespectful. And then looked at me, and I'm just like, what the fuck? And you had your wedding ring on. Yeah, like, she's like, yeah, and that's what we're talking that's about. That's exactly what we're talking about. But I don't about. want that kind of attention. What? But she's not blaming Steph. She's, not, you know, what I'm saying, like nothing but about it was. That's random attention. That's unsolicited. I don't want that. Right. That's you because you're getting it on a frequent. Right. But you said I, that but you. No, but. Here's you, my point. If you're getting it, you don't want it. Okay, but that's fine. She's not mad at Steph for getting it. Right. That's not what she's saying. She didn't have a whole face. She, <laughs> she didn't have a whole face. I have one. Right. She didn't have a whole face. And then we also don't know, like... Well, I, well, not even don't know the backstory of their... We don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how crazy it's gotten where she's like... Because she did give one story about a woman forcing her way inside their car. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's OD. Talk about and when the woman when she was like, no, get out of the get out of my car. The lady's she like, this is, her. she was like, oh, this is what you signed up for. Don't act like you didn't sign up for this. She should adore her. Like people. I'm well, a, she came in on the opposite side, I think. Uh, um, yeah, and then dooring. So for those that don't know, if you have a car, how you door someone is <laughs> if somebody's coming close to your car, <laughs> you swing the door open. Boop. <laughs> Like, the NYPD has done it a lot of times in my neighborhood. <laughs> you door somebody, you hit them with the door, they fall down, and then you can, you know, do what you do after that. Yeah. But in terms of Miss Curry, listen, I'm not here to hate on a woman. That's not what I do as a man. Mm -hmm. But for her to put out there publicly that she feels like she's not getting attention, you're setting the wrong... Like, even if that's how she feels, mm -hmm. maybe the way that they, they cut the clip or... Mm -hmm contextually how it was framed mm -hmm. made it sound crazy. Like, mm -hmm. what y'all say right now makes mad sense because y'all yeah. are mad sensible. <laughs> right. But what she said, when I heard it, I'm like, she must have no, one chip. No, I like, think there's just assumptions made about yes. her because of people, oh, well, you married a multi-millionaire. What you, you complaining, yeah, what you complaining about? about? I'm not even saying like, no that. And I, you know what? You know what I like in this too? Follow me if you can. Follow me if you can, y'all. I liken it to Kaepernick who just took a knee, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, whenever black people try to say, hey, don't stop doing this to us, white people are like, this is not the forum. This is not the way to do it. You know what I mean? White people right. are like, you could have did this better. You could have said this this way. You could have not did it here. You could have did it somewhere mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when Aisha Curry, she's doing what every human has the right to do. Express themselves. Express themselves in their natural feelings. And for a very long time, women, whenever you say what it is that you are actually feeling, someone is like, this is not what you, how you should say it. You're doing a disservice. You shouldn't do this. You should have said this. And, and I don't understand. And, and her, book, her book came out and said, I feel Fully support That's what he you. Said. See, see, you and you know what I'm saying. And she so got a me, real one. She, she got, got a real And one. to me, this is what it is. It's like she didn't say anything crazy because people who are sensible understood it immediately. Mm -hmm. I got it immediately. I was right. like, oh, okay, I get it. You yeah. want someone to, you want someone to see, see you. you. That's all it is. You just want. You don't want to be in the. Your husband. No, no, not, no. Because essentially, in this context, she's behind her husband. She's not on the same thing with him. He's getting all this light. She's excellent in and of herself. But sometimes... Even being able to stand in that light, light. and not be jealous of it is, yes, is it's, a feat and yes. a she's accomplishment. She's jealous. Yes. The best shooter in the world is her jealous. husband and she want other men to shoot at her. No. no. And on her. You, no, see how we, no. you see how we was getting somewhere and no. now we not there no, no more? Listen. Leave it alone. Guard your wallets and your hearts. continue to express yourself uh, authentically, like Miss Curry did, she mm -hmm. was not wrong. It's not wrong for you to feel like you want somebody I'm gonna to be get like, a leather hey, vest. you're I'm, doing I'm it. I'm going to get a leather vest, and every time you say things that I don't agree with, I'm going to go back to waiting to exhale. <laughs> you know what about me? I'm going to throw some, pelt some oranges or whatever. I have a fruit bowl, Steph. <laughs> I'm not going to call you a trip. Thank you, her. I have a fruit bowl. <laughs> That's That scene was classic. He's out here just like, what do you want? Any doodle. I tell your truth. Stand in it. But we got to pivot to your favorite topic. Yay. Your favorite segment, rather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to kick that off. Are you ready, guys? Who's <clears throat> <laughs> ready? Uh, get the snaps going. Uh, 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 ask. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Z. Yeah. yeah. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Did you hit the lean with it rock with it? Wow. Hi guys. Thanks for the intro. Headshots. Welcome. Um, so today's topic, someone randomly asked me. I'll I'll give the scenario. Mm -hmm. It's not even like that specified, but basically a friend of mine was asking me about their friend. And they were saying, you know, first of all, the couple has they come from different religious backgrounds. Okay. 
also different cultural backgrounds. Okay. One being Caribbean and American. And um, basically, the person was like, one couple's parent just is not feeling the other couple, the other person in the couple. Mm-hmm. And I think, number one, sometimes cultural norms can come into play in terms of how people interact with one another in their first meeting, number one. Aggressive Caribbean parents. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or not even aggressive, just like high expectation and yeah. and they just got a lot of expectations yeah. and, and requirements. But damn near perfection. Sir, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. To give your daughter a dick <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, but basically, it brought to like the question is like, is does your in-law or yeah in-law essentially future in-law hopeful in-law have to like you in order to be in a good functional relationship with someone i mean i don't know if you want to go first Peter. okay sure okay <laughs> so the answer is like in terms of personality no but in terms of life status like you can't be a bozo or a bozette. A bozette. Like if the person that you're so think about it this way, right? It's like if you're if you come from a situation where let, let's say your parents broke up young mm-hmm. and they were divorced, and your entire family are all sanitation workers, mm-hmm. and you want to marry a girl who parents are engineers, mm-hmm. they own seven brownstones. And she just got a, a 37 on the MCAT and is about to go to she Harvard Law School. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's her brother? The at? family may view you as a Beggy Bundy or like <laughs> Beggy Bundy. A, a bum brozo that's trying to come up with their daughter. Mm-hmm. So in that in that regard, they may not view you on the same life status. So they're not gonna like you in, in most cases. But if you are also going to the same med school as her regardless of your background, yeah. it's an easier, easier. sell. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then, they may not like your family, but they're going to at least be able to accept you because they feel like, okay, well, shit, they're going to the same place. Yeah. Um, and I actually have a, a friend who, um, you know, he was raised by like a single mom and, you know, became a physician. Okay. And his wife, family, all engineers, and, you know, they wanted him to sign a prenup. And he did it. But it's because they had money and he and he's right. like he's like yo I, I don't want your fucking money right right <laughs> so, right. so like, fine, fine I say what to say that um, I don't I don't think it matters as much as you think it does but it really depends on the family because some people in my past some people I dated were like um yo my family don't like you granted most families I've ever met yes love we you. know this is a special case because everyone loves P and mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I don't know what to say it's like you all Bayesian now. <laughs> You walk in, and I've done it to... Yes, my to, family loves p too. Like, all you do is you walk it's in... It's fine. And you go to the mom's like, your sister? <laughs> you go to the dad, it's like... Y'all not aging. Yeah. Yesterday, I was at brunch. It was a table full of people who had all white on, probably from church. Yeah. And... They would, like, one dude got up and took a picture. It was like 10, like 10 of them. I'm like, hey, you want a picture too? He's like, oh, if you don't mind, I took a picture. And he was like, oh, thank you so much, man. And then I'm looking around, and I'm just like, they all 
watching my daughter because I was she's so gorgeous. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at y'all, y'all are not aging. They all have to be about <laughs> eighty. Oh but they all look mad, happy. Yeah, vibe. It, was a, it was a nice, calm Saturday. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, y'all not aging. Can I borrow from the fountain? <laughs> <laughs> the whole table was la- like. Sometimes you gotta just be you able gotta to be yeah. yeah. The issue is that guys walk in, smell like those those reefers, <laughs> and <What>? they. <laughs> They walk into situations not playing it cool. And right. I tell all the time, I met my white family, Ricky Bobby down the street. Yeah. <laughs> was a little smacked off the handy and walked in like, hey, yo, like, we out here? And at the time, it's like, even though my presentation wasn't the best, yeah. it's like, if they asked about what's his credentials, which they yeah. did, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they need to know. BA, MS, about to get a JD. Yeah. Like, wasn't like, yeah. I've never been dumb when it comes to school. Yeah. I've, I've always been good on the school. You handle your business. They just need to know right. that. Yeah. So it's like if you aren't likable as yeah. a person, like if you're abrasive as a, mm-hmm. if you're a bozo and also not good at life, like yeah. if <laughs> if your thing in life is like, oh, I was cool in college and I have a job. Yeah. Most in-laws with sense aren't going to like you. But then other thing too is you got to ask yourself when you look at the, I'm speaking from a male perspective, right? If you meet her mom, you also have to gauge, okay, this is who she's going to look like two or three kids in. Whoa. Right? Whoa. No, it's true. It's true. This whoa, is why whoa, people whoa. don't be posting their mom. So. <laughs> I was like, on Mother's Day, oh, people oh, was, people was being real left. selective left. with the posts sometimes. It's like, because... Oh, shit. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, Listen, I posted my mama. Thank you, brother. I posted my mama. My mama's cute. I posted <laughs> My mama cute. Before I want to post up because I think one time a dude was like, "Oh, oh your mom's look young." And I called. No, him no like, bullshit. Your mother, like, your mother looks really does. good. Thank you. But yeah. a man said that, and I called him. Like, hey, is everything okay, man? <laughs> like, what you mean, son? Is everything okay? You, you all right? Did oh, you no, fall? I'm just, I'm just saying. But um, so that's a long-winded way of saying that I don't think it matters. But I think if you want to be able to make your significant other comfortable, then you have to be able to present. Like, just know, like, one, learn the family, learn their background. Yeah. And make sure that you comport to mm-hmm. what that background structure is. Mm-hmm. But what I, what, okay, based on what you're a good telling example, me. Uh-huh. And just to tie this over, a good example is that movie, Jump in the Broom. Oh, yes. Right? I do know that movie. With right. um, Robin Thicke's ex. ex. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Like, Paula she came from Paula money. Paula Patton, yes. She came from money. And um, what's her name? Angela Bassett. Yes. The mean Haitian yes. lady. <laughs> exactly. And... So she came for money He's and he Caribbean did. Caribbean people. He did come for money. <laughs> so they were looking at... Every, now, granted, they looked at him, the in-law to be, the dude marrying their daughter. They loved him because he had the, the big business school credentials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was doing his thing. But they viewed the family as yeah. less than because they probably felt like, yo, that boy probably went through hell to get here. Yeah. And now y'all are here. Like, his family felt a way towards them. They felt inferior. Mm-hmm. And her family is probably judging them, too. That's really where the issue comes in because the two people, like the the boy and the girl, aren't going to have the issue. Their families are going to be the ones that will create any kind of issue mm-hmm. that, that may arise. Yeah. I think um, it might come down to, I don't think you need the family to like you, but um, I think that they need to, they need, you need to be aware that they're looking for how much you're invested in mm-hmm. their, their child mm-hmm. and what comes with their child. Mm-hmm. And I think to the point that you were saying, showing up with your dick swinging, like, if you accept me, you accept mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, regardless of cultural norms for that them, that is not the way you, know not the way you do culture. this shit. Right. Especially if you fucking with somebody who is black. 
Mm-hmm. And that means Caribbean, African, African American, doesn't matter. It's like, yo, there, there's a... There is an essence that comes with our child, and I want to know, are you going to be not only respectful and tolerant of that, but you can you can find yourself in it, too. And if you don't, and you can present as somebody, regardless of the credentials in some cases, if you present as somebody that really doesn't give a fuck about what's happening in the background, in the mm-hmm. context of this person, you're like, this is what I'm showing up with, and this is what I'm giving, mm-hmm. it's inflammatory and kind of disrespectful to the family who is looking to receive you but if they get any sense that, like, you're really not interested in somewhat, even mm-hmm. if it's partial assimilation because mm-hmm. you're going to be blending, mm-hmm. you know, then you don't, you don't belong here anyway. Because I think just like in that story with Jump in the Broom, sure, we love him. He has, he's upwardly mobile. And we know that he's going to do whatever he has to do with our daughter who came from something. Oh, he will. You know, <laughs> you meet the family, you know what I'm saying? And you, your hope is that the family... You can see where he got it from is the hope, right? But sometimes you, you can't. Sometimes you can't. <laughs> and then it makes you worry because if you're like, if he's the only individual mm-hmm. in this, this family, family like that, that right? what am I leaving my kid to? Mm-hmm. And and it becomes a it becomes a, a issue where you're kind of it's kind of like I'm I'm fearful mm-hmm. that my kid is going to get caught up in a situation that's not going to benefit them in the future mm-hmm. especially if we've worked very hard to endow things right. to them so what I hear in both of you guys is uh, dissertations or, or analysis <laughs> is the amount of effort that one puts into meeting their in-laws yes. and into blending and I think that is really the factor is like if they can see effort on the part of you then that is going to make it that much easier to really accept you. Once yeah. they can see that you're making an effort to be in their family. Um, because to me, I mean, not all families are functional. Right. Are warm and loving and right. giving. And do you necessarily want to blend into, right? But mm-hmm. there is a certain level of respect that you should have for your partner's family. Mm-hmm. And I think no matter what, no matter what your partner has told you about their upbringing and like maybe they had a harder upbringing than you and like I feel like you should always go into a situation trying to I don't want to say impress but to make known your uh affections for the person that you're with yeah. and your ability to uh, want to blend or bridge a gap between that person's family and yours and be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Now, once you can say you've done that effort Mm -hmm. and you've made your effort and to the point where it's not working, then you know you did what you were supposed to do. Right. By no means are we saying accept abuse. Right. Exactly. You don't have to accept abuse. By no means. But you definitely should approach a situation humble and and actually putting an an effort that is visible not only to you, but to the other party, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's all you owe people mm-hmm. is, is that effort. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and people can tell when you bullshit in, in versus when you are being intentional about, you know, presenting. If your heart's clear, mm-hmm. it's light. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's just important to make sure that, yo, if, this, if your intention is to show this family how much you love their son or daughter, you know, like... If it's real, real recognize real. Mm-hmm. And you can't get mad if somebody is like, this shit ain't, this shit right. not looking right. real. We don't believe you. We don't believe you. <laughs> we need more, we need more references. <laughs> like. That's a big fact. Yeah. Um, to pivot to our new segment, we just rolled out. Yeah. For uh, 
homie had chefs, so you know she read mad books and shit. Stop it. And we would hashtag humans. We need, and, we need an intro. What's the intro? I'm trying to build up to it, but you ain't even. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Um, that's me. That's me. So Apologies. Oh, good. good. But since we're using these big words and all that, we I'm figured it's pertinent or. I, I'm, I'm not defining nothing. It's pertinent. <laughs> it's relevant. It's key that she bestow upon y'all every podcast episode a word for y'all to use in y'all vocabulary to expand y'all vernacular. Mm. Look so, at that. You might want to put that in layman's for these people. So pretty much every every two weeks you get a new big word. <laughs> Starting now. Butterfly in the sky I can go twice as high I have uh, a word for that I'm going to use for today that I really like. You guys are somewhat familiar with it already. Mm-hmm. It's Jomo. Everybody say Jomo. 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 So Jomo is actually the opposite of FOMO. Uh-huh. Right? Jomo is is an abbreviation that stands for the joy of missing out. Oh, that's familiar oh, to Okay. Okay. A little sabor on your Sunday. I'm with you on that. Okay. Jomo is the joy of missing out. And um, I'll use it in a sentence. There you go. Okay. Um... I really love, like, the feelings of Jomo that I get after being away from social media are (laughs) undescribable, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Jomo, I think, is necessary for all of us, especially in an age where we're super interconnected. Uh, I recently was doing some traveling. I had some personal stuff that I had to address. And unplugging from social media and from some of those things were actually really awesome. And I'd never experienced Jomo until I I was away from the United States for a little bit. And I was like, wow, I know people are running circles in this social media universe. And I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was enjoying whatever was happening outside of there and i think that's what keeps us sane i think it's what keeps us even keeled and so today i'm encouraging all of you to find some jomo mm-hmm. find something oh, I, I found a girl <laughs> <laughs> find yourself some jomo enjoy missing out on something it will keep you grounded i promise mm. So we're gonna keep hitting you out with those. Yeah, as a new segment. we like it. You're Jomo. welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, Jomo. Now new music. <laughs> we're gonna keep this thing right on rolling. New music. Yes. My co-host uh, is Jazzy. Been on my body, harassing <laughs> me about my musical choices these days. But listen, you like what you like. I'm not want, harassing listen, you. I don't want to hear no no tough talking songs. <laughs> he said tough. My song is "You See Joff Cinderella." It's called. It's from a genre of music called heartache, heartbreak pop. Thug love. Thug love. It's thug love. It's where it's where thugs cry. It's records that thugs cry on. Here's, here's that. You should be my Cinderella. You and me, you will get no better. Be with me, you can get whatever. You should be my Cinderella. I'm the king, you can be the redder. He do you good, I can do you better. You should be my Cinderella. next um so i have a, a really good friend who is a tremendous bigly producer out in atlanta 
His name is Mr. Marcus Johnson. He has his first Mr. Marcus. Mr. Marcus Johnson. <laughs> that does sound like a porno name. It is. It is. It is. It's a porn name. Oh, it's shit. A Mr. Marcus is a porn star. Like, <laughs> okay, why not? Okay. Listen, this is his real name in real life. His real name in real life is Marcus. I'm so sorry. Um, but we'll call him Quest for this round because that is his handle. Yo, Quest. you wild. <laughs> not that I know that name personally. <laughs> Maybe no, I'm here on a Sunday just trying to give you guys Where's words. Where's this going? Oh man! Right, I, I, it's listen. Now listen, yeah, yeah, I was with you the whole time. I was like, wait, what? The looks I got in here were insane. I was like, what did I say? I didn't know I was saying dick, dick, dick. <laughs> That's what we heard, right? But anyway, so I'll use his his producer handle is Quest Twenty One. Um, he has an EP out called Six Piece. And on this EP, he produced um, this record that you guys are about to hear. It's called Dream Girl featuring Lamar Turner and Sonia Amore. Also a porn name. <laughs> Is it? No. No, that, it sounds like one. What, Amore, what's that? Amore. That, that turn her. Oh my God! Listen, guys, I swear, I swear the record is so <laughs> much that I more. Know. <laughs> Nothing, no, nothing. I swear the record is so I'm much more PG rated. <laughs> oh, than oh, this. oh, oh! Sorry. What? <laughs> Off topic, but I went to Major Hype's restaurant. Oh, uh, Hype's Kitchen. Hype's Kitchen. The food was good. Yeah, I paid a little too much for my escaviche fish, but that's another story mm-hmm. for another day. Support black business. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they played a playlist of R. Kelly for about 30 minutes. It was fine. I, I was so disgusted. I yeah. was like, yo, who is playing R. Kelly yeah. here? America. I'm like, I was so upset. Yes, I, I was know. so upset. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just had to get that out. About it. I thought I they'd just, be playing Caribbean music. They did, cool. but they also had a playlist of R. Kelly for literally 30 minutes. So what's your musical selection that would... Oh, wait, wait. Of, did we play... No, we're playing yes, the song. Six, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Yes. So, sorry, Quest 21. <laughs> and the record is called Dream Girl, again, uh, featuring Lamar Turner and Sonia Amore. 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 So it's called Porno. <laughs> Stop it. The song is called Dream Girl, and I hope you guys like it. I like it. It's alright with you Can we fly Away Take another trip to this galaxy Give you all my love You belong with me We can fly Away You can have my heart Fall in love with me You're the only girl in this world Last but not least. Um, my pick, it's Jazzy's pick this week, is um, from Ari Lennox's new album, Shea Butter Bitch. It is super chill, like... It's some good music. Um, Shea Butter Baby is an awesome song, but I like the first single off the album, Chicago Boy. Um, and I was listening to that on the beach. Hey, yes, it was, beach. It was, it, was, it was a vibe. Yes, beach. It was beach. a whole vibe. Yeah. So there's that.
Appreciate y'all rocking out with us. We got more coming as well. It's going to be a good summer. You know, we're going to next week with our summer dating guide. But, you know, for now, just take this good content and thank us for it. Um, my words of wisdom are this summer, don't drink no Henny because that Henny turn you into a monster. A monster. <laughs> drink something lighter, drink some mezcal or something like that, something a little lighter, and you're welcome. Uh, words of wisdom don't let the funk get to you sometimes you can get into a funk yeah go with the funk yes. and know that there will be light on the other you side better, you better be out here yes, uh, yeah, cause I, was, I was in a funk yes. but I came out victorious Amen. I came to the light I walked ah! into the light there you go um, my word of wisdom is to just be in your truth whether you Aisha Curry in it with your truth <laughs> or you are Jill Scott in it with your truth on a mic on a stage whatever it is do that shit cause it's it's you and it's real and it's cool there we go Check us out at Stereo underscore bros on all socials. www.stereobros.com is the website. Over and out. No matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.